it's Jess. So I wanted to create this podcast for you. Um, just so you can kind of listen along to whatever I'm reading. I'm thinking I want to call it Mimi's with Jess. But let me know what you think of the name. I like it. I like Mimi's with Jess. But open to considering other names. Um, But today I'm going to read to you from one of the books I bought yesterday at my trip to Barnes & Noble (laughs) that ended up being very much a splurge. Um, But when I saw this book, um, of course I had thought about you. We were talking about dreams and you know, that documentary I told you I saw about the power that dreams can give us. So, of course, when I saw this book, um, I had to get it. This one is called The Lucid Dreaming Workbook, and it's a step-by-step guide to mastering your dream life. And it's written by Andrew, I hope it's pronounced Holacek. I'm probably not saying that right, but anyway. Um, And what it promises is to help you experience unexplored passions, discover the richness of your inner world, learn from your subconscious, develop your talents while you sleep, and go beyond the bounds of your waking life. And so, of course, like I mentioned, um, that's kind of what drew me to this book and made me want to buy it in the first place. So I'm going to go ahead and get started here. I'm going to start off by reading the introduction. And, of course, you know, it's raining right now. It's thundering. So I don't know if you can hear any of that on the recording, but... Not necessarily a bad thing if you do hear that. All right. Welcome to a unique form of night school. Lucid dreaming, which is knowing that you're dreaming while remaining in the dream, offers a form of higher education that is unparalleled in its potential. We spend about two hours every night dreaming or around 720 hours a year. In the course of an average life, that amounts to some six years. Think about how much you could learn if you had those extra years. It's almost like adding years to your life. If you're not interested in secondary education, but just want to have more fun in your dreams, then welcome to a truly exclusive nightclub. Lucid dreaming, like any form of technology, is neutral. You can do with it what you want. As the following pages reveal, you can use lucid dreaming to fulfill your wildest fantasies. In a lucid dream, you become the writer, producer, director, and main actor in an Academy Award-winning production of your own mind. 
You can have dream sex, race along the French Riviera in a Ferrari, or rip through the Grand Canyon in a fighter jet. Mind becomes reality in a lucid dream. So the only limitation is your imagination. I have been practicing this art of dreaming for over 40 years, covering the entire spectrum of possibilities. For these decades, I've been fortunate enough to study with many of the greatest authorities in the world, both East and West. I've engaged in scientific studies as a subject and conducted studies with cognitive neuroscientists. As a member of the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, I also work with the clinical aspects of sleep. But my ultimate training was during a strict three-year retreat where I plunged into lucid dreaming in the most rigorous way and reaped the bountiful fruits of such a deep immersion. In my early years, I enjoyed the absolute freedom of these special dreams. I looked forward to my dreams the way people look forward to a night in Las Vegas. And because it was all happening in the privacy of my own mind, what happened in Vegas stayed in Vegas. But one can run riot for only so long. So after a few months, I wanted to see if there was more to lucid dreaming than mere entertainment. Instead of indulging my dreams, I started to work them. It was like adding a fun night shift, adding extra hours in which I could learn about myself using the medium of my dreams and do things I didn't have time for during the day. The revolutionary discovery of this deeper level of lucid dreaming is that what happens in Vegas no longer stays in Vegas. The insights I was gleaning from my lucid dreams were starting to transform my days. I was bringing my rich dream experiences home from my overnight school. Valuable information began to flow in both directions, informing and eventually transforming both waking and dreaming states. Scientists call this bi-directionality. It's like opening a two-way street between the dreaming and waking mind. And it's a central theme of our journey in this book. At this deep, deeper level of lucid dreaming, Vegas is replaced with what I call Vanderbilt, a place of higher learning. I eventually discovered that lucid dreaming could also be used for spiritual transformation. This is like graduate school or theological seminary, which may not be for everybody. But for those interested in waking up in a spiritual sense, lucid dreaming can develop into dream yoga, an ancient spiritual practice that uses the medium of our dreams to explore the nature of mind and reality. Vanderbilt is replaced with the Vatican, 
a place for spiritual practice where lucid dreaming leads to enlightenment. Over many years of nightly practice, I have learned what works and what doesn't in the world of lucid dreaming. If there's a mistake, I've made it. If there's a dead end, I've run into it. But I was determined and I had an unwavering conviction in the power of this practice. I've had countless lucid dreams and can virtually induce them at will. But I'm not more gifted or special than you. If I can do it, anybody can. The good news about lucid dreaming is that it just takes one flash of recognition and you're in. In the blink of an eye, something clicks and you suddenly realize this is just a dream. A non-lucid dream instantly transforms into a lucid one. You may have spent your entire life in the dark, lost in non-lucidity, and then it happens. It's like you've been in a cave, smothered in darkness for eons. With one flick of a match, you can remove a billion years of darkness. Keeping the light on is a different story. That takes sustained practice. Those who have lucid dreams regularly are those who work at it. Just like any discipline, you will get out of lucid dreaming what you put into it. If you dabble in it, you'll get dabbling results. If you put your heart into it, you'll get dazzling results. I've put my life into it, and I continue to have life-changing results. For many years, I've also been blessed with the opportunity to teach lucid dreaming seminars around the world. Through trial and error and feedback from thousands of students, I have learned what works and, one, and what doesn't work when it comes to teaching others. In the following pages, I share every tip and trick for mastering lucid dreaming. As a dedicated student of science and a lifelong practitioner of meditation, I bring together modern Western knowledge and ancient Eastern wisdom to give you a full spectrum approach to lucidity. The live seminars work, so this book follows their successful format. Each chapter presents the necessary information. Then we'll work to digest the material with guided exercises and meditations. Finally, there will be a discussion with commonly asked questions and answers. The most important parts of this book are the exercises and meditations. This is where you'll take the information from your head and bring it to your heart and eventually into your world. I encourage you to fully engage in the guided exercises. You will get out of them what you put into them. Writing your experience in the spaces provided will also help you track your progress and inspire you to go further. In the spirit of Socrates, 
questions are often more important than answers. Like a gifted attorney who skillfully leads their witness with pointed questions, the right queries can lead to insight. The most transformative discoveries are made when you connect the dots, when you come upon insights on your own. Instead of being spoon-fed information, you learn to feed yourself. Those aha moments are the ones that change you. When the inner light comes on and you utter an excite in amazement, now I see. That flash of insight is what you'll remember because you saw it for yourself. The exercises, contemplations, and meditations seeded by questions in the pages ahead are designed to spark that flash. A non-lucid dream is a dark dream. The usual dream when you don't realize that you're dreaming. You're dreaming in the dark, stumbling around and losing your way. A lucid dream is a lit dream, a dream in which you can see what that you're dreaming. Now you're dreaming in the light, taking control and finding your way. The insights cultivated with the following exercises are designed to offer that light. Journaling is critical to success in the world of lucid dreaming. Keeping a journal means you're putting your money where your mouth is and taking your dreams seriously. We'll be using journaling in the spaces provided throughout the book in two principal ways. First, for recording your dreams. And second, for working with the exercises in this book. Keep this workbook at your bedside for ready access in recording your dreams. With a little practice, you can learn to write in the dark. You can also purchase pens with a soft light directed onto your writing surface. When you click the pin, the light comes on. I don't usually recommend audio recording your dreams for several reasons. First, you don't want electronic devices by your bed. It's part of the good sleep hygiene we'll discuss later. Second, talking into the device tends to pull you rapidly out of the dream and into waking reality. So you'll forget the dream quickly. Third, even if you whisper, you'll eventually irritate your sleeping partner. But we're all different. If voice recordings work for you, trust that feeling and just do it. When you're writing down a dream, date the dream and title it. This will help you track your dreams, keep a record of dream themes, help you monitor recurrent dreams, and assist in tracking your progress. For journaling to work, you have to be honest. Dreams are truth tellers, and being true to your dreams by writing them down accurately is important. This is why many psychologists include dream work in their therapy. 
Your job is to record the deeper truth that your dreams reveal. Don't edit what you experience. Your dream journal is also an intimate portrait of your inner landscape. Like any private encounter, your journal is for your eyes only. If you have a sleeping partner or other family members who might see your journal, ask them to respect your privacy. You must feel free to express yourself in the pages ahead. This practice itself can be healing. Worrying about who might see your truth might keep you from expressing it. By recording a baseline of hopes and fears, expectations and aspirations, you can see how this changes as you go through the book. Whether it's to Vegas, Vanderbilt, or the Vatican, lucid dreaming can take you to dazzling destinations where you can be entertained, educated, or transformed beyond your wildest dreams or at least within them. Life is short. Time is so precious. By learning how to wake up in your dreams, you can wake up to your life. You can travel to the most exotic inner destinations and bring back a treasure trove of insights to benefit yourself and others. Let's get started. If you have the workbook, here's where you can stop for a few minutes and work on the first exercise. And this one is titled, My Lucid Dreaming Aspirations. The first prompt is asking you to think about what you expect from this book and record it here. What drew you to this book? What do you hope to get from lucid dreaming? Is there a part of you that's anxious about, intimidated by, or even fearful of lucid dreaming? If so, what generates those feelings? What are your concerns? So that concludes the introduction um, for this lucid dreaming workbook. And I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know what you think.